Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. And welcome back, everybody. Episode number 21 of the Announcer Schedules podcast. It's here. It's live. We got a lot to do today on the pod. Announcer Schedules. I'm Mike Gill. Phil DeMont Mollen. He is the face and the voice behind the Announcer Skeds Twitter handle. We got a bunch for you. Don't forget, before we get to all the assignments this week, rate, review, subscribe. We're part of the Sports Media Watch uh, podcast feed where you can check out multiple podcasts, including Tell Me a Story I Don't Know. George Offman this week has a great play-by-player. And uh, TJ and John have their pod out talking a little bit about all of the news that's going on. Of course, we'll hit on it as well. Jim Nance with big news. We get into that. The NFL, college football, baseball's World Series, the NBA, and the NHL are back in full swing. Phil, welcome back. How are you? Yeah, doing great. A big news week in the world of announcers. Uh, yeah, you mentioned George's podcast. Looking forward to listening to that with Lisa Byington of Milwaukee Bucks uh, Television and also does a lot of work for for Big Ten Network, both college football and college basketball over the years, uh, CBS Sports as well. And then, yeah, the big Jim Nance news and plenty to talk about across the world of sports and World Series time as well. Let's start with Jim Nance. Uh, he made the announcement. Andrew Marshan broke the story. Uh, it's going to be his last Final Four in the spring of 2023. When they cut down the nets, Ian Eagle will take over as the new voice of the NCAA tournament. Jim Nance, the last Final Four. Yeah, so Nance has made this decision. Um, sounds like it's based on wanting to spend more time with his family. Uh, age 63 and his legacy with this NCAA tournament is pretty amazing. If you think just how far back it goes first NCAA tournament in 1986. And that was a year after the field expanded to, to 64 teams. So he's been there pretty much since that initial uh, expansion uh, was a studio host and then became the play-by-play announcer uh, beginning in 1991, succeeding Brent Musburger. And uh, he's been there ever since in that role. And, I mean, that's an incredible 
run and he will be sticking around for football uh nfl with with tony romo pga golf of course in in the masters so he's staying with with cbs sports uh, no surprise there but you know has has decided to uh, make this his last final four which by the way will be in houston texas which is you know where nance is from and you know he's got those roots from his college days there as well so um big big news in the world of, of broadcasting and i think the perfect choice as far as who succeeds nance ian eagle who we've talked about a bunch on this show just how how excellent he is across the board and big opportunity for him getting a major major sporting event and taking on that final four he's already been working the ncaa tournament for years but he'll have the the final four call moving forward after this year yeah and from my understanding jim nance will remain uh, as the trophy presenter, he is going to stick on and do that, but he will not call the play-by-play. Ian Eagle takes over, and Jim Nance, uh, as you mentioned, will stay on the NFL and the Masters. Uh, it's interesting. He said, "I, you know, more time with his family." Really, Jim Nance just does those college basketball games. He does not generally do a full season of college basketball. Some people have always kind of mentioned that he just kind of pops in and does the biggest games, but he doesn't do a full season of college basketball generally. so uh, But for two things, him to remain the play-by-player for as long as he did and that CBS had the platform for as long as they have. You don't see something stay that long. Now, it also kind of coincides with the championship games going to be on CBS this year, not uh, TNT so or TBS. What do they air at the – What's the agreement? It's back and forth with CBS. Yeah, and- back and forth between CBS and and, and Turner. But uh, yeah, on CBS this time, grand total, this will be his 32nd Crazy. Final Four in championship game. So just kind of like a really eye-opener there. You kind of take it for granted. You're in, you're out that it's Nancy yet again. But uh, what a legacy. I'm sure there'll be plenty of um, tributes and, and as far as, you know, um, look backs at all, all those uh, calls and you know, iconic moments and that kind of thing. But um, cool to see Ian Eagle get in this spot as well. You know, he's been the the voice of the the Brooklyn Nets for years, has has done a bunch of NCAA tournament games, obviously NFL and NBA as well. Had a great call well. this week in the NFL, by the way, uh, on the Jet game. Yeah, so Ian Eagle, uh, a great, great spot for him and, and happy for, for Ian, no doubt. And Ian this week is on the Jets again uh, as they take on the Patriots. We'll take a look at the NFL upcoming week number eight. We always start on Thursday night, as you guys know, the crew with the Amazon. But Westwood One Radio is going to be Kugler and Jason McCourty gets the assignment this week. That Thursday night radio has kind of shifted around a bunch. Yeah, it has shifted around a few times, so we'll see uh, Kugler and McCourty this time. Uh, Ravens at uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, T.J. Reeves will be there for the for the Tampa Bay Bucks um, radio network, and then you know, of course, Al Michaels, Kirk Herbstreit, and Kaylee Hartung. They you know they finally got some scoring last week. We'll see if that continues this week with Ravens Bucks. We have a Sunday game, and this is unique because it's an ES Plus ESPN Plus only game, and this is that second ESPN team. Yeah, this is that second Monday night football team. You know, we saw them um, earlier in the season, and there's going to be even more inventory moving forward, including, you know, some postseason games for this group. Steve Levy, Dan Orlovsky, uh, Lewis Riddick, and Laura Rutledge on the call there. But you'll have to uh, get out your your computers or your smartphones or tablets because uh, it's an ESPN Plus broadcast. Uh, we're listening on the radio. J.P. Shadrick and Mike Mayock on Westwood 1. Now the Sunday slate. Why don't you take us through these 1 o'clock games? 
Sure. One o'clock on the television side. Uh, you know, we mentioned Jim Nance. So, you know, his first appearance, you know, after this big announcement, uh, he'll be on Steelers at Eagles up your way. Uh, of course, uh, along with Tony Romo and Tracy Wolfson. Uh, Pats at Jets. You mentioned Ian Eagle. Uh, he's the play by player for that one with Charles Davis and Evan Washburn. Raiders at Saints. That's the Kevin Harlan game. Uh, Harlan continues a lot of travel. Uh, we'll touch on that a little later when we get to the, the NBA, but he'll be on the Raiders Saints games um, along with uh, Trent Green. Uh, Dolphins at Lions, that's uh, Andrew Catalan on play-by-play, former guest of the podcast. Bears Cowboys uh, over on Fox, Adam Amin. So this is the um, Joe Davis, you know, sort of trickle-down effect. Adam Amin has been working these now two weeks in a row with Daryl Johnston. So it'll be Amin, Johnston, and Pam Oliver on the Bears-Cowboys game while Joe Davis is busy with the World Series. Uh, Chris Myers uh, is on the Cardinals and Vikings game as the play-by-player. And then Kenny Albert over on Panthers Falcons. All right, that's the one o'clock. The uh, radio side, Sports USA. Josh Appel, Brandon Noble, Compass says uh, Kevin Ray, Danny White. They've got the Patriots Jets on Sports USA. Compass is doing Bears and Cowboys. That's that Cowboys national feed that we've talked about a few times here on the pod. ESPN Radio has a one o'clock game. Mike Cousins, a veteran of the announcer schedules podcast, and D'Angelo Hall, a new name, is entered in. That's Cardinals and Vikings. Yeah, looking forward to to hearing that crew on ESPN Radio. Always a great production. Four o'clock, let's uh, take a look at some of those uh, later games. you got uh, one, two, three, four. uh, All four four o'clock games, excuse me, just three of the four are on radio. But what do we see on the TV side? Yeah, the the 405 game on on CBS, uh, that's the Greg Gumbel, um, Adam Archuleta, A.J. Ross game, Titans-Texans. Uh, then at 425, you've got three Fox games. The number one crew of Burkhart, Olsen, and uh, Tom Rinaldi will be over on the Niners and Rams. Uh, Giant Seahawks, uh, Kevin Kugler and Mark Sanchez on that one. And then Commanders Colts, uh, Brandon Gauden on the call there. All right. Uh, and then Compass Media's got that Niners Rams, Chris Torino, Brian Baldinger. That team generally stays together for Compass. Wayne Randazzo and Doug Plank. Sports USA has the Giants and Seahawks. And then ESPN Radio, Mark Kessischer, who's been on the Announcer Schedules podcast. Go back to the archives and look for that conversation. Kelly Stoffer and Fitzsimmons, that's your team for Commanders and Colts. And then Sunday night, you've got your NBC Sunday night team. And Ryan Ratke and Mike Golick are back for the Sunday night game. Yeah, Packers-Bills on, on Sunday night. Uh, Tariqo Collinsworth and, and Stark, of course, on the NBA side. And Radke and Golick seem to be that primary Sunday night uh, Westwood One team as well. All right, uh, college football week nine is here, and uh, we drop generally on Thursday. So you'll have three games if you're listening on Thursday night and uh, a couple of three more games if you're listening on Friday. And then, of course, your Saturday slate. So, um, Phil, why don't you highlight some of the uh, the pairings? Sure. Well, we mentioned uh, Mike Cousins doing an NFL game on Sunday. Well, Thursday night, uh, he'll be doing a game on ESPN2. That's Louisiana and Southern Miss. Uh, also, Virginia Tech, NC State on Thursday night as well. That's uh, that Matt Berry team. Uh, Friday, you've got you know a, a handful of games as well. And then Saturday's a, a really interesting day once again in college football. And it kicks off with ESPN College Game Day. Uh, Mike is in Jackson, Mississippi, for the Jackson State Southern University game, in Jackson State, as as 
I'm sure everyone listening to this knows is coached by Deion Sanders uh, in seven and zero this season, already off to another hot start. He's made some some headlines with a little bit of controversy this season as well already. And this Jackson, Mississippi scene should be a wild one as these fans are really pumped up about their their football team under the direction of Deion Sanders. It'll be the first time that the show's been to an FCS campus since 2019 when it went to South Dakota State. And it'll be the first HBCU to host a college game day on campus. So big event this weekend in Jackson, Mississippi. Now, as far as the coverage of the actual game, and we touched on this a little bit when college game day went to App State about a month or so ago, the game actually will not be on linear TV, the actual game itself live. Now there'll be a replay on Saturday night on ESPNU of the game, but the game itself will be on ESPN3 um, on the digital side of things. John Schriffen and Jay Walker on the call. So good opportunity for them. There'll, there'll be some more eyeballs on this game than usual, I'd imagine, due to the college game day uh, promotion and hype. But a, a big day down in Jackson, Mississippi with this college game day rolling into town. I've read a couple things about already, even before college game day gets there, the impact of Deion Sanders and this football success has created all sorts of economic impact and you know, record crowds at the games and that yeah. kind of thing in Jackson. So uh, it'll be an interesting scene there on Saturday and, you know, yet another new site for college game day. Yep. And we got a great slate of games. There's some fun games, some good teams here as uh, we're getting down the stretch run. What are we in uh, week number nine of the college football season? So uh, yeah, highlight some of your favorite uh, pairings for this Saturday. Sure. Yeah. It, it's kind of wild how quickly the, the season's going past um, the big noon kickoff game with Gus Johnson, Joel Klatt and Jenny Taft. That's Ohio State, Penn State. Uh, there's a couple other big matchups in that noon window, including Notre Dame at Syracuse. You know, when Notre Dame's on the road, um, you know, that not necessarily an NBC game in those cases. So on ABC this time around with Joe Tess and Greg McElroy, TCU at West Virginia. I know you'll be watching this one, Mike. Uh, Bob Wastrusen, former guest of the podcast on play-by-play for that one. And uh, USF at Houston, that's the Beth Moens game. So there's your noon window. All right. Uh, and by the way, Compass Media, Greg Daniels is back with Tiki Barber. Our own TJ Rees had been manning the booth with Tiki the last couple of weeks. But Ohio State, Penn State, that's the Compass Media game there for the Noon spot, 1230 ESPN Rio. Mike Morgan, Freddie Coleman is getting a shot. To, uh, I don't know that I've seen Freddie do any uh, analyst work in the booth. Have you? Yeah, it's my understanding this is his first time, you know, doing, you know, live game action. A very popular, and I'm sure you've listened to him a bunch over the years, Mike, you know, uh, studio host and talk show host and in that kind of thing. And, you know, he's being paired up with Mike Morgan, you know, a veteran play-by-play announcer for this Miami-Virginia game. So cool opportunity for Freddie Coleman. I'm going to try to tune in a little bit yeah. and, and, and check that out. That's a uh, ESPN radio. That's Miami against Virginia. Uh, ESPN Radio's got Mark Kessischer, a uh, podcast uh, veteran for us. He was uh, back on the podcast a couple of weeks ago with Kelly Stauffer and Fitzsimmons. So uh, it looks like that crew is doing an NFL game and a college game, and that is Florida-Georgia 330. So you don't see that often where the same team 
is doing NFL and college. I, I am right. They're doing Commanders Colts, right? Yes, we, we brought that yeah. up in the NFL segment. Yeah, and hopefully they'll get out of Jacksonville safely because those who aren't familiar with this rivalry, the world's largest cocktail party, it can be a little tough navigating those tailgate lots, getting out of there uh, safe and sound and, and catching your flights. Well, so. they need to get to Indianapolis by 1 o'clock the next day. So <laughs> That's uh, right. That's something to keep it on. We talked about travel uh, last week on the pod, I think it was. So if you want to go back and listen to some of the travel situations, you can go back to last week's pod. But Kesheser, Stauffer, Fitzsimmons, that trio is traveling together. We saw Mike Cousins. He's doing an NFL game Sunday, a college game Saturday for ESPN Radio. Uh, so those are there. Those are some of the things to keep an eye on if, uh, if that's something. What about uh, some of these later games? Uh, who do you like? Yeah, so that Florida-Georgia game, uh, that's the big CBS game with with Nestler and Danielson. And then as we move on, you know, we've been keeping an eye on all season on the Anish Shroff team. They've they've had a couple of really exciting games throughout the season. Uh, we'll be interesting if they can keep that streak going um, with a couple teams that have struggled a little bit offensively, Northwestern and Iowa, but that's where Anish Shroff and Brock Osweiler are. Uh, Oregon at Cal, that's the Tim Brando uh, game and then as we move into the evening um the main espn team the number one team of fowler herb street and holly row they're going to be in tennessee uh tennessee of course still buzzing after that uh big win over alabama a couple weeks ago um and then heading into the night even later you know i love it as as we get late into the evening on on saturday night uh pit at north carolina that's eight o'clock on acc network we'll be keeping an eye on that one dave o'brien uh, on the play-by-play there. Stanford at UCLA, uh, Mike Monaco on the call, who has actually been doing a bunch of hockey as well. Um, he's uh, going to have the call on Saturday night. And then San Diego State at Fresno State with Jeff Levering on play-by-play. Nevada, San Jose State with Dave Ryan. And then the midnight, Wyoming at Hawaii for the real <laughs> degenerates who want to make it all back in one game. Um, you'll have to find something called the Team One Sports app unless you've got some serious satellite dish that gets the uh, Hawaii coverage. But that's uh, Kanoa Lehi and the, and the team out in Hawaii with that late night one. All right. Uh, and on radio, Touchdown Radio, uh, this is a fun one. They got Kentucky, Tennessee. That's the Fowler, Herb Street, Holly Row TV on Touchdown Radio. It's our uh, buddy Roxy Bernstein who's been on the podcast. And Gino Toretto. Well, I think get Gino on the pod. He's on our radio station weekly. He does a weekly spot on Thursday nights, uh, Gino Toretta. I think he kind of owns and operates that touchdown radio. That'd be a great story to hear uh, because it's not like they're doing minor games, touchdown radio. You may not have heard of them uh, with some of the other ones, but touchdown radio does a great job in producing these games. Roxy Bernstein and Gino Toretta on that game. That's Kentucky, Tennessee. That should be a fun game at Rocky Top. Uh, Learfield is that Sloan Martin, Mike Golick Jr. That's that national game. Uh, that they do. Mike Golick Jr., by the way, was on our radio station Tuesday night. He was on our game night show. Uh, Westwood won. Sam Niederman and Ryan Leaf. Leaf has done a couple games here. That's Old Miss and Texas A&M. And uh, that's a look at what's on radio for college football. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? 
Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Baseball, here we go. World Series in our area is amped up, Phil, for the World Series. Yeah, I can only imagine what it's like up up your way in the Philadelphia market, Mike. Um, you know, it, exciting times for sure as the, you know, the Phillies uh, won the NLCS. Now, the American League Championship Series, a four-game sweep. You know, I'm not sure if that's that's ideal for, for television. I know that uh, John and TJ uh, kind of broke that down a little bit as far as the, the ratings implications. But, yeah. Uh, the championship series in the book, some great calls along yeah. the way as well, and World Series coming up next. Yeah, Joe Davis, by the way, is going to call his first World Series. Joe Buck had it for 24 years, but Joe Davis maybe already has his signature moment of his broadcasting career in terms of the baseball on Fox. Hits one in the air. Joe Davis, John Smoltz, who you did not hear there because they let that thing breathe out. But the swing of his life, he nailed it. I actually had a couple of colleagues, not Phillies fans, completely um, neutral parties, no uh, stake in this thing. And they were sending me this call saying, hey, you've got to hear this Joe Davis call. This one's got to make the podcast. And uh, I'm glad (laughs) we gave it uh, coverage here. Yeah, and I also – we have the – uh, Scott Fransky call that has getting um, it, it has just been um, talked about a lot here. It's going to be very interesting to hear the difference in um, the local call and the radio call, which is the local radio call. I also have the national radio call. I think I can maybe pull that up. But you, when you get that call on the national level on television, this is the difference when you hear it locally on radio two balls two strikes to Bryce Harper Suarez delivers swing and a drive left field it's deep it's going and it is gone yes it is bedlam at the bank as Bryce Harper has put the Phillies on top are you kidding me oh his 10th career home run of the postseason. And he may never hit a bigger one. Uh, wow. Four to three Phillies in the bottom of the eighth inning. It's crazy. Crazy. Worth every penny of that contract just for that. All right, that is uh, 94 WIP, the flagship station of the Phillies. You hear Bedlam at the bank. The place is going crazy. That is Larry Anderson, his broadcast partner, who you hear basically, yes, yes, worth every penny. So you hear a stark difference in the national television call from the local radio call. Yeah, and we've talked about this before. 
the emotion, the raw emotion, that's what the the fans want. That's what, you know, that audience, um, you know, it's got to be a vast majority of, of Phillies fans, no doubt. And, you know, it's that that fine line of, you know, making the call and, and doing it professionally, but also uh, showing your emotion. And, yeah, Fransky, uh, as you have mentioned to me, Mike, you know, is becoming a bit of a, a cult hero around your parts. Yeah, I mean, just to give some background, he followed uh, the radio booth, uh, Harry Callis, who was on television but still was kind of old school, where he did multiple innings of radio even towards the end of his career. And then when he passed away, they basically had to redo the announcing teams. And Scott Fransky was a guy that nobody really knew, and he came in. He's now been here since, I believe, 09 uh, is when he kind of took over and the Philly fan base, much like their teams, they are very passionate towards the announcers. These announcers hold such a special place in Philadelphia fans' hearts and their memories of the teams. That bedlam at the bank will live on forever. That's the kind of call. Joe Davis, swing of a lifetime, that sets it up on the national. And then Scott Fransky sets it up locally with bedlam at the bank. Citizens Bank Park is the name of the ballpark. That's where that bedlam at the bank fits in there so perfectly. So it was a really um, just an emotional call. There is a website here that was asking – actually, the Phillies. It was the Phillies' Twitter account, excuse me, that was asking people to send their reactions, their video reactions, and they were showing the feed of all these people's reaction to this home run, and it's just like utter joy. It's just uh, – you can't even describe it when – when the baseball team is doing good in your town, it's something different. Now, football, you go to the Super Bowl, but it's like this weak buildup, and basketball's like every other night. Baseball's every day, and, and you're into it every single pitch of every single day. It's just a little different, and I thought that Fransky really encapsulated that. Let's take a listen to one more. This is the Spanish feed. Take a listen to this. Of course, we always enjoy giving you uh, this sound. El empate en primera, aquí viene el lanzamiento, batazo de Harper para el Redfield, la bola se va, se va, se va, campanazo, campanazo, campanazo de Harper, su quinto honrón de la temporada, y los Phillies se van arriba, cuatro carreras por tres, let's go Phillies. All right, break that one down for us, Phil. Yeah, you know what I love about Spanish uh, broadcasting of, you know, um, baseball, football, basketball is it's okay to sometimes mix in a little Spanglish, you know, and uh, get, get the English phrase in there as well. And, you know, hey, let's go Phillies. You know, that's 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 a, a universal language, you know, uh, some of these terms. And, and in fact, some of the terms, the actual terms of the sports themselves there's not a translation sometimes. So they have to sometimes use the the English word. But, you know, for someone who, who is hardly uh, fluent in Spanish, knows a little bit from all my years down in, in Miami, um, it's always fun to hear the English words kind of mixed in to these calls. Yeah, and uh, we'll uh, real quick, let me get the John Shambi was on ESPN radio. I do want to get the national radio call. Man at first. The 2-2. Swing and a high fly ball. Left field. That one is back. Gone! Bryce Harper. It's a two-run homer. And the Phillies have the lead. 
three. Lot more. Harper delivers. Lot more quick and concise there on the national side. John Shambi, Harper delivers, but quick and concise. Yeah, of course. And on the TV versus radio side of things, you know, you don't let it breathe quite as much. You know, you've got the benefit of those crowd mics and you want some of that ambiance, but at the same time, you know, your listener doesn't have the benefit of the picture. So you, you want to kind of keep it going, no doubt. All right. World Series begins on Friday. You've got the Fox team. This is a new team for the World Series. We just heard them do the National League Championship. And then, of course, ESPN Radio. This will be Dan Shulman's last year. You just heard John Shambi on that call. Shulman calls it this year. Shambi gets it next year. He'll take over on ESPN Radio's National World Series call. Eduardo Perez, Jessica Mendoza, Buster Olney reporting. And as we mentioned, that Fox team, Joe Davis, John Smoltz, Ken Rosenthal, Tom Verducci on the World Series. And we got some John Sterling news. Yeah, so, you know, it's reported in Newsday uh, that John Sterling uh, plans to return to the WFAN Yankees broadcast booth next season. You know, there was a lot of speculation this past season when Sterling cut back on his travel. And in fact, that, you know, the Yankees were using sort of a rotation of of different guys to, to get them some time on this uh, Yankees radio broadcast. Obviously, one of the, you know, more sought after jobs across Major League Baseball. Um Reports that Brendan Burke uh, may have in, indeed kind of separated himself a little bit, you know, according to some of the the scribes up there in New York. But Sterling says he's going to come back uh, next season in at least some capacity. Uh, he's been calling Yankees games since 1989. He's 84 years old now, and he's been paired with Susan Waldman since 2005. So uh, we'll continue to watch the the Sterling uh, story, but. Uh, that's the latest there that he'll be he'll be back uh, next year on Yankees radio. All right, give us a couple quick basketball notes for this week. Yeah, one thing I, I noticed, I was able to get a chance to check this out earlier this week uh, for a NBA on TNT game. Uh, Candace Parker is getting some work in the analyst role. Uh, you know, she's been used the the last couple of seasons in the studio quite a bit, and I think has done a, a really good job and well received. Um, in those studio roles. Uh, but she's been in the booth with Kevin Harlan on play-by-play and Reggie Miller um, as the other analyst. Three-person booth, um, the parts of the game that I listen to, it, you know, that can be a challenge in basketball, you know, as far as, you know, getting both analysts in. But I'm I'm curious as far as the TNT side, you know, whether, you know, is this the plan moving forward, the three-person booth? Harlan, Reggie Miller, and Candace Parker, or maybe they're getting her some reps, um, and then we'll pair her with another announcer as the the season goes on and kind of the inventory grows and that kind of thing. So something worth keeping an eye on, uh, Candace Parker now in that analyst role. Uh, we mentioned Kevin Harlan earlier. He continues to you know travel all over the place. Uh, this past weekend, he had a, a Sunday uh, game. Uh, he had Monday night football in Miami. He had Tuesday NBA in Phoenix. So getting hectic for some of these guys when it comes to uh, balancing the NBA and football, whether it's NFL or college football. Also want to give a shout out to this fairly new program that just made its season debut this year, uh, NBA Crunch Time. And this can be found on the NBA app and it's commercial free. It's free of charge. It's hosted by Jared Greenberg, who is a, 
reporter for TNT as far as a sideline courtside reporter on uh, NBA on TNT. And what it is is NFL Red Zone NBA style. Hmm. And these guys do an awfully good job actually bringing you the big moments in the final seconds of these games and that kind of thing. And they the formula is very similar to Red Zone as far as moving around. But what it also gives you the opportunity is to check out some of these regional sports network NBA announcers because you you know they they drop in to the feeds of these local broadcasts so you're able to check out some of these other announcers along the way so just wanted to to give that a mention in case listeners wanted to check that out NBA crunch time and you know finally a uh, new radio analyst and also studio analyst for a, a team um, you know close to my heart the Miami Heat um, you know. Uh, Amy Audibert uh, has taken over the radio analyst job. She's working alongside Jason Jackson. Uh, she most recently was with the T Toronto Raptors um, as a courtside reporter. She's a former University of Miami basketball player. She's from Canada. Um, Mike Inglis, who I worked as a stats guy for years, was the play-by-play -play announcer for, for decades for the Miami Heat. He's also from Canada, so I don't know if they've got some sort of pipeline going uh, from – you know, uh, Quebec down to, to Miami, but or Ontario rather down to Miami. But you know, kind of cool to see um, Amy get that job uh, alongside Jason Jackson on the radio side, and she'll be doing studio work as mm. well. All right, and then of course we got some national NBA uh, broadcasts coming up this week, and uh, some NHL stuff that have some familiar names. Yeah, um, you, you're likely listening this on Thursday, but you know the the night before this podcast drops. On Wednesday, uh, for the Brooklyn-Milwaukee game, there was a Stephen A. Smith alternate telecast. So maybe next week, uh, you know, we'll be able to chime in a little on that, how that went. You know, obviously, these these Manning cast type uh, formulas continue to, you know, sprout up all, all over the place. Um, and then on Friday, there's a, a, after um, a couple games on, I believe, NBA TV on Thursday. On Friday, uh, back to ESPN um, Ryan Rucco, Jeff Van Gundy, Cassidy Hubberth on Indiana, Washington. And then the, the late game is uh, Mike Breen, Mark Jackson, and courtside reporter George Sedano for New Orleans Phoenix. NHL, Bob Wischusen, who's been on the uh, podcast. He'll be on Avalanche Rangers. He was on the call of that. I watched that game last night uh, or two nights ago. What's No, Tuesday. It was on Tuesday. We're recording on Wednesday. It drops on Thursday. So Bob Wischusen, if you missed his interview on the Announcer Schedules podcast, go back into the archives. And then Thursday, Friday, get the ESPN Plus. That's uh, Blues Predators Mike Monaco, who is doing some college games. We talked about his stuff, Kevin Weeks. And Hillary Knight is uh, between the booth, uh, between the box there. And Friday, Jets, Coyotes, John Butchergrass, Brian Boucher, and Leah Hextall. An interesting team there on that Friday night. Those are the ESPN Plus Hulu games for NHL. And then we wrap up the week with what do we got here? Our excellent adventures are where? Yeah, so, um, you know, last week I, I did, in fact, make that trip up to Boone, North Carolina uh, to work a, a midweek uh, ESPN uh, two game, um, Georgia State at Appalachian State. It was about 30 degrees there, Mike, um, you know, at, at game time. But the student section was was packed nonetheless. And uh, there's still a bit of a fever up there at App State. I did get a chance to visit with play by play announcer for ESPN, Drew Carter, 
who um, has really been on the rise as of late. And uh, I thought he did a great job on, on that game. Um, and then this week, um, on the, the day this podcast drops, I'm actually going to go to Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, you know, so I'll, I'll be able to, to witness firsthand, you know, kind of the excitement that's happening there surrounding the football program. I'm actually going to be there for a women's soccer game that's going to air on SEC Network. Uh, that's Tennessee and Vanderbilt. I'll be uh, uh, doing some work behind the scenes there. So if you're able to check out the SEC Network on Thursday night, uh, Tennessee Vanderbilt. And if you hear anything uh, numerical or, or historical, uh, I'm probably the one providing that behind the scenes. But appreciate, um, you know, our listeners kind of following our adventures as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, you know, I got my normal radio show 2 to 6 on 97.3 ESPN in Atlantic City. Monday through Friday. We're actually doing live shows on remote Thursday, Friday, Monday this week. Uh, we'll be out and about doing all sorts of fillies and stuff. Uh, and uh, we got a couple of appearances. I uh, do my regular Monday on Good Morning NFC East at 7.20 on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. And uh, Wednesdays on Birds 365. This past week I was on uh, unfiltered with Casey Stern, talking a little baseball with him about the Philly. So uh, as the World Series is here, I might get some more appearances there. So just follow me at Mike Gill Show, and uh, you can kind of follow me there. All right, there we go. We hit them all. Man, there's a lot going on. And as Phil mentioned, he's doing uh, SEC Network stuff. You can always pop on ESPN Plus or one of these streaming, mostly ESPN Plus, though, and find – a plethora of games. I mean, if college football isn't your bag on a Saturday, you can go to ESPN Plus and watch a soccer game or, you know, any other volleyball you can find. It's amazing that ESPN Plus offers all of these sports and with that offers so many opportunities for broadcasters to get out there and get reps. So keep that in mind. Always check the Sports Media Watch feed. Tell me a story I don't know with George Offman on Tuesday. The Sports Media Watch podcast with TJ and John Lewis. Um, on Wednesdays, and the Announcer Schedules podcast drops on Thursdays. Rate, review, subscribe, share, like, leave us a comment, ask questions, and uh, we'll keep doing it as you guys keep consuming it. For Phil, I'm Mike. This has been Episode 21 of the Announcer Schedules podcast here on the Sports Media Watch feed. Have a great weekend, everybody. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.